I mean, that does count as being a freelancer, though. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, you're an artist. I'm an artist. Yeah. And then you do other shit. You just fucking, what, made like a potion? (laughs) You made a potion? Potion number nine. No, I, um, so, all right, let's, let's be real here. Well, before we get into the whole thing, you know, like, yeah. Before that, I, I, I've been in the medical field for 10 years and I basically catch pathology for surgeries in women. So I do internal ultrasound. See a lot of vagina. Yeah. All day long. Nice. Will never be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so like that. Then she's so a fucking badass artist, which we're gonna. So yeah, get so basically, um, you know, that was really who I was. That was my job, right? So I worked full time in that, and then on my weekends, I would go out and party, right? And yeah. Be, and be hungover for the whole weekend, like all of us and, do, and waste waste time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, brain cells and just no wasting time. So here I am stressing at a job, and then I'm going out, drinking, smoking cigarettes, thinking who the fuck I am, mm-hmm. and waking up hungover. Takes me two days to get back on my feet, and then there's Monday morning working oh. yeah. the same cycle, right? Right. And so you lose yourself in that. Well, I'm gonna stop you right there because right, we don't know who you are yet because we haven't introduced you. So we're gonna. We're gonna go. We're gonna get into it for real. Our mystery guest. Yeah, there. I love it. She's she's fucking eager. But yeah, I need let's to send a message. Let's You're get gonna. into it. I don't necessarily like people, but I am interested in them. Anybody in the freelance world, what your deal is with freelance and how'd you get into it? Everyone can hear everybody on an open walkie, and that's what we want to do. We want to fucking hear you and find out their stories and find out what they do and why they do it and how they got into it and yada 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 and everyone has a different story we're calling it open walkie and this is open walkie i'm tony and this is rags over here what's up hey and then our beautiful guest today samantha Meserati. thank you hey, thank you welcome. very much <laughs> Now we're going to get more into her, yes. her stuff, and she could talk now that people know who the fuck you are. Okay. Yeah. So that was recording this whole time? Of course. It sure was. Okay. Of course. <laughs> it's yeah. out in the ether oh, no. now. We got a we tilt. We got a mic tilt. <laughs> Sorry. These mics cost, these stands cost like $2.50. I'm, I'm not used to speaking into a microphone. No, it's all good. Neither are we. <laughs> but, yeah. So that little intro from Samantha. Yeah. She's, uh, she's doing all that stuff, and then... Uh, yeah, we want to know how you, how you started and you do art now. It's I'm been a painter. painter. I like to paint. Yeah, give us a little backstory. Where you're from and like I'm what you doing from, now? I'm from uh, Queens, New York. Ah. I'm a Queens girl all the way. A fellow New Yorker. Hell yeah. I'm, there's very little of us. I'm a Staten Island there. <laughs> okay, Staten Island, you don't count. No, Get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, Greg. Jokes. You gotta stop telling people that. I knew like, she was gonna say that, too. I, I, know, from Staten Island. I think the only time I've ever been in Staten Island was for a funeral. It <laughs> 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 was a really fun funeral, though. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's something I want to hear about. That's a, what Staten Islands do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, no, no. It's all good. Um, I'm... I'm definitely a New Yorker. I, I, I've never lived anywhere else. 
like to visit, and mm-hmm. that's about it. I come home and I kiss the sidewalk. Yeah, you know, I know. I miss New York when yeah. I go away. Yeah, and it's Samantha's our first guest that doesn't work in TV. Right. Correct. Yes. That's right. So Wait. it's pretty awesome. So I have never worked in TV, but surrounded by so many people in TV. Yeah. All right. They're just drawn to me for some odd reason. What's that about? Well, I have no idea. Creative people. You I know? guess that's what it is. Yeah, it's a creative yeah I guess thing. so, right? Yeah. Um, Not the creative side where you like look at vaginas and stuff. But. Well, that's still an art. <laughs> <laughs> it is an art. <laughs> it's an art. And also, you know, you're really doing service. So you're helping a lot of women. And, um, you know, I know a lot about women's reproductive organs and things like that. So that's really my field that I've been in for so long. And I took medical boards and I passed them. And, you know, I'm registered. And those were big achievements for me. So that's who I, you know, that's me. That was like who I was. So basically, I've always, I've always drawn since I'm a kid. You know, my parents both graduated from FIT. They're hairdressers. My parents are artists, crazy artists. Your parents are both hairdressers. Both of them. Wow. They had their own business since they're 23 years old. Did That's they meet awesome. in a salon? They met in FIT. Ah, okay. Yeah, and um, FIT is like a. Fashion, Fashion Institute, Institute of, Technology. of Technology. I know what FIT okay, is. Okay, I don't know. Staten Island, you're fucking you're like all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I've always kind of had that um, creative thing when I was a kid. And when I was in ninth grade. I and you also me- have great hair. Thank you. <laughs> Better than us. <laughs> Not today. It's a lousy day, but thanks. Um, so, you know, I basically took one art class in high school and I was like, wow painting all of a sudden i could paint yeah who the fuck knew and um so throughout my years i was never gonna be an artist i mean that was crazy my father would be like you're never gonna make money in that don't do that ever you know and i so that was always stuck with me i never was like into it right be a doctor right oh yeah be a doctor of course i can tell everybody be a lawyer right yeah so I would paint, like, I'd get little bursts bursts of inspiration throughout my life. So I'd have, like, a painting every two years, you know? And then after a while, I had a few paintings, and people would come over, and boyfriends or whatever, and they'd be like, I didn't know you could paint. That's great. Keep doing that. You know, everyone would always say, keep painting. Yeah. And so as I got older, and, you know partied like a rock star that creative side took a real backseat for me Mm -hmm. and um i hit a spiritual bottom when i hit 30 and so i really needed to find out who i was and what made me happy because my cycle of working full-time waking up every day doing the nine to seven and you know drinking on the weekends with my friends Got very old for me. It gets old fast. Yeah. Very fast. I know. It's Same thing not for me cute. when I turned 30. It was kind of like a downslope of things when I didn't want to party as much anymore. Yeah. But, um, but I had nothing to offer people. What the fuck did I have to offer? Like my, my charm in the night at a bar? <laughs> like what did I have to offer? Nothing. Good company. Good company. No. Wasting time. Right. And money. You know, money. And also... You know, you're picking up, you're picking up toxic people. So now that's my lifestyle. Now I've created a, a pack of people that are toxic, 
and doing the same shit I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? So that now you're in the vortex of that. My body was stressed. You know, I didn't I didn't have any other out outlook on on life. I I didn't know. I got very dark and I hit a bottom, and I decided to stop drinking and stop smoking. And wow, what the fuck came out of me? Really? Yeah. Right. So here I am. Now I'm really going to work. I was like, I changed, like my whole personality changed. I was yeah. grateful. All of a sudden I had a gratitude list. I didn't even know what gratitude meant. And um, I here don't know I what am. gratitude means. Right. <laughs> like all we know is like on Thanksgiving to say thanks for our food. I don't even say thanks on Thanksgiving. Right. But that's, you know, yeah, that's know. when you start to grow up. Right. And you start ha- having gratitude in life. Yeah. And, and that was a big change for me. And so I, people kept saying, you know what? Why don't you just continue to paint, especially now that you've had this shift? And I did. I worked full time and on the weekends I would paint. And what came out of me was insane. I couldn't even believe it. I didn't even know I could paint like this. Yeah. My apartment, I live in a studio. My apartment got so small because of all the canvases. <laughs> I had no more room left. Yeah. I was filming this on social media and like I wrote all this stuff about this kind of like spiritual shift that occurred in my life and at 30 and everyone's watching me paint. Nobody even knew I painted. Next thing you know, people are calling me like, how much for that? How much much for that? Can you paint that? Yeah. Tony owns one of my paintings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um Mr. Tom Brady. Oh wow! You paint. You painted. Uh, yeah, I gave her a picture. The and Lord I was and like, Savior himself. I, was like, I want fucking. I want this picture of <laughs> this Tom guy. Brady in your in your little style. <laughs> I love and that. And she fucking killed it. Yeah. We have to yeah. do the sign of the cross every time we come down ah, and pass. So that's good. Pass Tom Brady. Awesome. So yeah. So now you know. Now I know. The face to it. Right. Yeah. You're you're the cause. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. See, and you see that? That's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um. The fact that I was getting validated for this work that I was doing blew my mind. Because, you know, going to your nine to seven, no one's saying thank you. No. Like, I'm doing no. all these patients and I'm killing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm killing myself for somebody else's dream. Yep. Well, I mean, you know that's the I mean? same thing what we do in in freelance and TV. It's like, yeah. you right. fucking kill yourself all day long and no one's like, fucking thank, thank you. you. you right. right. It's somebody else's vision, yeah. too. You get someone else's. Right. right. And I needed that validation. I was looking for that fucking validation because yeah. I was exhausted already. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what am I doing? I've been working so hard my whole life. And here I am creating something. And someone's like, how much for that? Oh, my God. That's amazing. You inspired me. And then I inspired so many people to actually stop drinking. That was crazy. So here I am on my mission. And, you know, I I feel like I'm a messenger in this planet right now, I have a purpose. And I think a lot of people are missing a purpose. And also because society has really kind of put us in this one lane, you know, of toxic shit from tons of all of this horrible social media. I mean, everybody's following the Kardashians, the the injections to the ass injections. It comes from everywhere now. It's such a horrible, toxic Ugh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a fog that everybody's in. Yeah, and it's easy to fall into it. Right, it's and very easy. The 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 luxury and the glamorous cocktail, Ugh. and everyone's in this freaking world. Yeah, right, the once clothes you, and correct, the jewelry. But once you take all of that off, everybody's talented. Yeah, it, they're, and they're powerful. 
you know? And that's what I found inside of this, like, little light that I've been doing. Yeah. Um, You're one of the lucky ones. Very lucky. It's, I'm blessed. I have, I have a gift that was handed to me, yeah. I felt. And listen, they say the teacher appears when the student is ready. Mm-hmm. And it was my time. I was ready. Well, for you to be able to recognize that right. and take advantage of it, that's something mm-hmm. in itself. Because a lot of people will not be able to recognize that talent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they do recognize it, are they going to grab hold of it and do something with it? Mm-hmm. You took it, did something with it. and She took it and fucking ran with it. And you ran with it. it's only been about a year and a half yeah. since you started like really painting again mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. Right. So now I start painting. And then, of course, you know, Tony has got one of my pieces. A lot of people bought my art. I um, the next thing, you know, Dan's papers from the Hamptons got in touch with me. Dan's papers. Yeah. So Dan's papers is kind of like the New Yorker of the Hamptons. Ah. It's a it's a paper that's. All over the place and all the stores, everywhere you can pick up a dance paper. It's they for tell fancy you, people. It's for fancy people in the Hamptons. This yeah. podcast is not sponsored by dance papers. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> or Dan. Not fancy. But, His papers are nothing. No, he's great. I love Dan. Yeah. Good um, Dan. Good job, Dan. And all the people Listen at Dan's papers are, yeah, seriously. But at, oh, everyone at Dan's papers is, is pretty amazing and mm-hmm. they they cheer you on. You know, they love artists and and so they picked a piece that I did and they put it on their cover. Wow. So I was on the cover on the March 9th cover and I, they picked this cow that I did this blue cow, which represents females, you know, for me, a cow is all cows are female, right? They represent abundance and new beginnings and they're all maternal and they feed the world. All right. So March 8th was international women's day. So they put that for March 9th, the cover because it was like, you know, yeah. and it, it stands for like femininity and, you know, just amazing repre- representation of cows in India. They're like God. Cows are like God. They are. You know. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I had this this cow on the cover and then they wrote an article on me inside. That was a big deal for me because I had grown up with that paper. Mm-hmm. And wow, that launched me into a whole different direction. The next thing you know, I had my second cover of dance papers of a rooster. They like animals, obviously. <laughs> I don't even paint animals, but it was like they took all my animals. Yeah. I painted like two animals. And so um, now I have a Hamptons crowd, you know. So, Which is fucking money. Uh, yeah, right? it's a good Some crowd money to, uh, and a veterinarian, to have And a veterinarian uh, drove all the way from East Quag into the city just to buy the original cow. That was wow. on the cover of Dance Papers. That's pretty awesome. Right? So I had all of that going on. I had a friend that I asked to see if he owns a lot of um, real estate mm-hmm. um, in the city. And I asked him if there was any empty spaces that I can showcase my art in. I was so lucky that he did have a space. And it was actually an old art gallery that was up for rent. So it was a vacant space. And I took over that space, and I had art shows all year in that space on West 4th Street. I had my name on the window. It was called Multiple Personalities, and we had events in there, and a lot of people bought tons of my art. And the owner of the International Association of Top Professionals, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing association. It's where all the professionals, top professionals around the world, it's internationally, she came in and bought my Anthony Bourdain painting. Oh, wow. I painted him. 
Um, and she loved my art so much and what I did, what I did with, you know, radiology. I also like did nonprofits in Haiti. There was a bunch of things that I was doing at that time. Yeah. I had started a vitamin D line because I was a big advocate of vitamin D. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But, um, (laughs) but I was doing all these things and she was just very impressed by me. And she was like, I want to nominate you as top artist of the year and empowered woman of the year. Wow. That took me, I won a beautiful award at the Plaza Hotel. I um, brought my father as my date. He he bought a tie that matched my dress. It was the cutest thing in the world. Um, I said to my dad, I said, dad, sorry, I can't win an Oscar, but at least I got this. Yeah. Pretty close. This thing ended you up on. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing you know, I mean, my, my picture of just me is in Times Square on a billboard, on the Tron. It was up for like a week. And it was like, top artist. That's empowered incredible. Empowered woman. Yeah. And big fucking billboard, like big, well, big picture up yeah. there, like huge up in Times Square. In the middle of Times Square. Yeah. That's right next to the Hard Rock Cafe. Picture Samantha with the dress that was showing off her, her goodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the middle of yeah. Times Square. It's like, yeah. I mean, you know, that's it's funny. Amazing. They, they, then they put me on the cover, my picture, <laughs> they put me on the cover of their t- tip magazine, mm-hmm. which is Top Industry Professionals. And all like people that are curing MS are in this magazine. It's like, wow, you know, that's um, incredible. So now I'm my picture in this like sexy dress, you know, everyone's like, so what picture are you going to choose? And I'm like, you know what? You only live once. I'm going to do the. I'm going to do the one when I'm kind of falling out of this dress a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fine. But, um. Yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on. I'm actually winning another award in this in this association in Vegas this year. And my next project is painting Tom Girardi, which is a big famous lawyer. Did you ever did you ever watch um Aaron Brock Brock? I did. Yeah. yeah. The lawyer in that is really portrayed by him. Oh, really? He's the real lawyer. And he's married to Erica Jane, I think. From, yeah. From Housewives or whatever. Yeah, so I'm talking. doing this yeah. project now, and I hope that is going to open up a few doors for me there. You know, and and here's the thing about the art. It was consistent. That was a big key for me. Yeah. I kept painting. You know, I was painting, and then the next thing, you know, this door opened for me. I kept painting, and this door opened for me. People were just, like, very intrigued and in buying my art. And you just keep that consistency and passion, and people want it in anything you do. We really could do anything we want. You just have to do it. Well, that brings you to like my my favorite quote that I was telling you about the other day from Thomas Edison. It's genius is 1%, 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Yes. Mm-hmm. You take that idea and you fucking put a lot of hard work into it. Yeah. And you sure. sweat and you fucking go through and mm-hmm. do all this shit. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens you did it. Fucking way faster than most people get that shit because that was gonna be my next yeah. question is like the timeline. The timeline of this crazy. was how long, like from from start to now. Probably two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's like such an accelerated schedule. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. That's mm-hmm. an impressive yeah. climb in two years. It was, and here's the thing, two years of that, but let me tell you, my, I've also been putting out a lot of my energy, a lot of my life, mm-hmm. all right? I've networked myself 
in certain situations that I'm probably not so proud of. But it doesn't matter. Like, I've always kept that little charm about me that people have always been kind of drawn to. And I took every opportunity. See, here's the thing. We have, all of us have tons of opportunity coming at us. We're young. We're vibrant people. All of you. We do. And it's about you recognizing that and taking it. I took every opportunity that was coming at me. Screw it. What do I have to lose? Like, yeah. You know what? It's fear. People are scared. People are scared. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. People are afraid of rejection. That's like, and who failure. Who cares? Rejection I've been failing my whole life. Well, that's why you're you successful. Right. It's because you failed. Exactly. You have to fail. It's like, come on. I'm going to paint. You know what I mean? I never thought I was going to be a painter. Right. But it's like I was passionate and I can be very convincing too. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, you know, it it, it showed. And and I think w- when your true self, when you're being who, who you truly are is the most powerful thing out there. You know, my ego had to go out the fucking window. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That was number one. Check it at the door. Check yeah. it at the... It needed like five machetes to that thing. It was powerful. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that the ego, you know, can really set you up for success and failure at the same time. And so it did. Yeah. It did. It created my character. It built me, but it also fucked me at the same time. And I really had to understand it. So I've been doing a lot of work on truly who I am. It's about time to love myself. And, you know. I could take a page out of your book. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> I really could. A lot of people can. Yeah. You know. Um, but I, I've been, I've been uh, now in my life, um, you know, cut out the toxins and everything. And, you know, um, basically destroying myself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we do. We think we deserve to have a drink or a drug or a cigarette right yeah i've earned it you've earned it meanwhile you're poisoning yourself yeah you're fucking your spirit yeah and it's sad you know it's sad that that's the way we go in our society it's it's that's a release for right most people it's like instead of harnessing that stuff to do like something creative like like you've been doing and really Mm -hmm. getting into it you just like fuck it i want to go have some drinks and get wasted right forget about it yeah, forget about it and then talk out of your ass and make fake plans and, oh, we're going to do all this stuff. Yep. You know how of, many a ideas? A lot of talkers. You know how many ideas I've had never put into action? I've been wasting fucking time for 20 years. Yeah. You know, really, I've been drinking for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Same. And, um, Same. <laughs> up until the last well, couple of years, yeah. Yeah. For me. Maybe, I haven't been, I mean, I've, I haven't been able to drink for 20 years yet, but <laughs> up there. I've yeah, been drinking yeah, yeah. since I was 21. Oh, yeah, I've been drinking since I'm 12. I've been drinking since <laughs> I was 12, 13. Yeah. I know. I, since I'm 12 I years old, you know, <laughs> my brain was already injured growing up. You know, I had injured thinking. You know, yeah. I had to get my thinking on right. My thinking was upside down. Yeah. And that's what that world will do to you. Um, so, you know, I surround myself today with a lot of wise older people because I want what they have. Mm-hmm. They send a good message. I like sticking with the winners because the losers will fucking bring you down. Um, the losers, what do they have to offer? They have yep. just their their human vampires. Right. They will yeah. suck you dry. Yep. And misery loves company. 
you know, and I, I don't want that. I, I want to wake up every day and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, it's like we all have heard that our whole lives. Wake up and smell the roses. But when you actually do it, it's like you can be in a slum and wake up and it's like magic. Everything's magic around you. When you have that feeling, when you get naturally high off of life, it's like fucking powerful. Yeah, that is powerful. I mean, you, know? you should have brought over some of those roses for fucking me and Rags. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got some roses this morning. But, did you? I did. You know, but that's that's so lovely that people care about me and and want to bring me flowers on on accomplishments and you got some physical flowers yeah physical roses or yeah i did okay physical roses this morning i celebrated something very special and people pay attention and um you know are very supportive in everything that i'm doing right now you know yeah with all that you're doing now what did you want to do when you were little like what did you like so i wanted to literally so i grew up in new york city Mm -hmm. i wanted to live on a farm and take care of animals. And like, I don't even know where that came from, but that's really what I wanted to do. I, w- I didn't want humans around me. I just wanted animals and I wanted to take care of them. If you, I would never want to do that today. Love animals, but I don't own any animals. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know where that came from. But that's Speaking what... of animals, there's one fucking creeping up right behind Hi. you. Yeah. Hi, little Bushka. I call all like cute animals Bushka. I, Bo- I call my dog Bushka. Oh my god, Bushka! His name is Bruce. Oh, that's cute. but I call him my Bushkas. That's so weird. <laughs> I know that's it really just comes weird. Out. Yeah, there's such. Uh, it must be in New York. It's my Bushkas. I don't know what a fucking Bushka <laughs> is. <laughs> the Bushkas. <laughs> yeah, the Bushkas. That's funny. Yeah, I do that all the time. Don't know what a Bushka. I call like. A lot of people that I love Bushkas too. Bushkas. Yeah, so weird. It's my booses. Yeah. My booses. Yeah. It's my guy. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. You guys are weird. It's hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, that's um uh, what's what's what? Yeah, what's the what's the first job you've ever had? So my well my, since my parents were hairdressers, I mean they, of course they took me right in. Yeah. You better work. I was seven sweeping and I was up like, the hair. Sweeping, sweeping up, up and, mm-hmm. and then I started washing hair out you know and then i was an assistant mm-hmm. so i did that uh, my first real real job i i was selling men's cologne in macy's i was 17 i was a virgin you were one of those people <laughs> it's very easy for me yeah especially what does having a virgin like what does being a virgin have to do with it, it? there's something just, like, about a virgin wear a t-shirt that just says like i'm, I'm a virgin, virgin. You if can i can tell. buy cologne for me you can tell so what you sell more cologne if you're a virgin is that what you're yeah. saying Get out of here. I was on top, man. I had this virginal air to me. No, I don't know. (laughs) I just remember those days of like really being a great great sales girl. I didn't even know what a great sales girl, but everybody was buying cologne from me. Yeah. Giving me numbers and it was like this whole thing. But um You sell a lot of curve and Dracar Noir. I was selling well, Curve was right next to me. I was selling um That was the hot cologne in the day. Yeah, it was. Uh, Kenneth Cole reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. and right. I was selling Siobhan Chi, um, Michael Kors, mm-hmm. yeah, Mark Jacob. Those that was my line right there. Oh, so you were selling the top end fancy yeah. guys. You would just get them in there. Yeah, you couldn't be bothered with Curve. What was your sales pitch? Like, hey, look Hi. at my tits. I'm a virgin. <laughs> Smell my cologne. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm Samantha. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have to do much. I really didn't have to do much, but it was fun. It's the um, colognes sold themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of. Right. Uh, <laughs> 
Anyway, so that was my first job, and then I was a CA. I was um, a chiropractor's assistant. After that, then I went to college. Then I was a medical massage therapist. And then I went back to college. And then I went went into ultrasound. So, you know, it's been interesting. Yeah, just yeah. figuring it all out. I was never a really good babysitter. I babysat for a little bit, but I babysat like very AD, ADD children and manic children, bipolar. Oh, scary you know yeah yeah so that wasn't for me no that's no good no. who is that for i don't know <laughs> but you know it, it ruined me a little bit that not for me Tell you that. let's lighten this up a little bit and you know what we forgot to give her oh yeah oh look these are these are new see these guys the fortune cookies Oh, yeah, my. Here yeah. You go. this is a little thing that we do. Oh, you said you weren't going to say that. It. God damn it, you suck, Rex. Son of a bitch. He said he wasn't going to say this is a thing <sighs> that we do, but he said it. This is not a thing that we do. Yeah. This is, yeah. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Your present plans will be very successful. Oh. Ooh. These Ooh. fucking fortune cookie things have been like working out for the actual specific person. Yeah, Yum. for now. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Chew this away. Is a, this is a really good fortune cookie, I yeah. must say. Is it's, it really? It's like vanilla. It does. Yeah, this I, is brand new. I haven't tried these. I these fucking ones. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Amazon. I chew like a cow. No, nah, do it. Do it. We I love it. Mess. Anyway. No, nah, don't worry about it. Jamie comes down here and cleans this up. Mm. Yeah. She's. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Love Jamie. I'm gonna mess with the studio here. But yeah, these fortune cookies, I didn't know they were fucking vanilla, and they we came in, we tried them. No, thank you. Mm, oh. They're really good. But yeah. And you got some lucky numbers we, on the back there, we too. To, we had to switch up the fucking fortune guy because he was slacking. Lucky numbers. What was her name again? The Lotto Woman? Uh, so it was a, not Sophia. Yolanda, oh, Yolanda, Yolanda Vega. Vega. <laughs> yeah. The first ball up. Two. <laughs> Two, seven, 16, 19, 20, and 37. Powerball. You play the Powerball? Yeah. Play those hand, numbers. Half a billion yeah. dollars. Sure. Fuck yeah. Why not? I'm going to play that you shit. You got to risk it to make the biscuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Love it. <laughs> um. Yeah. We have, a, we, have more, we have more little fun games. We have a what's in the box, which is... Random questions. Sometimes they're geared towards freelancing TV, but we'll see what you get. Fuck it. Sometimes it's a question. Sometimes it's a poisonous snake. So <laughs> I'm going to let you open that. Okay. So I pick it and then you guys do no, the No, you, you can read it. Yeah, you read it. Oh, it's a question. It's not a snake this yeah, time. Yeah, it's not a snake. That's great. Aw. Okay, if you could switch positions with anyone on set, who or which I'm, department? Yeah, mm-hmm. department. Okay, would it be and why? Um, I don't know because I don't go on set. <laughs> Do you want to use a lifeline? Do you want to call someone oh, that works yeah. in TV? That's right. So someone, to... someone specific to answer this question. We should explain what this is because yeah, this is the first time. Explain this because I mean, like, this well, this is, is the first time. This is like a new. This is a new thing. We're gonna, that, let, uh, you, we're gonna let you use a lifeline yeah. since you're not doing this. You can call up anyone you know from TV and have them answer this question if you want. If they're okay. If, if so they're, what about Everett? Let's call him up. Call him up. Is call he... him up. Put him on speakerphone. All right. Uh, yeah, there's your phone right there. Cool. Maze tried to steal it and then she almost burnt her nose on that candle. She was putting her face in the fire. Yeah, she's, she burnt whiskers before. Has she? Know. Yeah, she learned real quick, so she doesn't get that close anymore. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, hey. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Let's see if he picks up. Let's see if he picks up. He's going to be like, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Says I'm weird. He's probably not going to answer. I know. He, he knows this is happening today. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall for the scam. Answer the phone. And our first lifeline is fucking failing. I could pretend. Nope. No. Well, we try. We try every he, he fail. Even, he doesn't even have his voicemail set up. Yeah. Who does that? All right, this game sucks. Yeah. yeah. That's a t- <laughs> I'll give that box back. Yeah. Fuck that thing. Uh, well, so we're not we're not geared for this, you know. There was all a lot of people about, been writing television What about guilty questions. pleasures? I like that question. Yeah, what's guilty pleasure? What, what yeah, are guilty pleasures over here. Sorry. <laughs> besides, <laughs> besides, besides, besides fortune cookies. Besides my breakfast. You can have some more of that after. I'm if you just want. kidding. <laughs> we got plenty. Drugs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, after I just talked about being sober and not doing drugs, yeah, she's like, my guilty, guilty pleasure is some drugs. Yeah, just what's I'm kidding. It's cronuts. Cronuts. What the hell oh is that? Oh my god! Is that a fuck? It's a oh, croissant and a donut put together. I was thinking it was a square bagel, but that's a squaggle. No. Oh, that's a squaggle. Oh, what? Square bagel, squiggle. Why so, would anybody make a square bagel? You've never seen that? No. I've never yeah. seen a square bagel either. That's some fucking Williamsburg hipster shit. I, don't know. I have to say, though, like, so cronuts were like a thing for a second, and I've never had one, so I was hearing all about the cronut, and then it died, and so I recently just went to this, it was Donut Pub on 14th Street, and I tried it, and I ate it like... It was the best thing that's ever happened to me. It was so amazing. It was. I became addicted. That's my guilty pleasure right now. It was like Jesus baked it himself. Oh my God. It was amazing. I couldn't even wait to get home to eat it. Yeah. Sugar. Well, that kind of counters the fucking vitamin D that you're doing with your boo blue. Yeah. So once in a while, you know, come on, I'm not perfect. Let's let's talk about vitamin D for a second. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, vitamin D. <laughs> so, Samantha is basically like a creative genius. Oh, fucking God. with all this, with all this artwork and shit, she's like, and I fucking developed this vitamin blend of. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. So I've kind of been on this path because I've been struggling with, um, you know, inflammation and certain stress responses in my body my whole life. I have Stuff scoliosis. That I, am I have very some familiar with. Yeah, exactly. You're familiar with that, and um. You know, all the things that we have done, thoughts in our brains to, you know, toxic things in our bodies to eating not properly and being under stress and high pressure jobs and yada, yada, yada. Um, All those things really fuck you up. (laughs) And when you become, you know, in your 30s, you start to feel those effects. I was feeling them younger, though. And uh, I have scoliosis and I have some bone issues. So nobody, no doctors could really understand what was going on with me. I got tested and finally a doctor was like, you are deficient in vitamin D. So of course we're like, eh, whatever. Vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin A. You go out in the sun for a few minutes. You're good. Yeah. So here's the problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm deficient in a lot of things of what I've learned. But here's the thing. So vitamin D. So when you start learning about vitamin D, you're like, fuck. (laughs) 
vitamin D is like so vital for our cells, right? It's vitamin D is actually a pro hormone. It's not a vitamin. It's 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 linked to the whole hormonal system. So if you're deficient in vitamin D, you're going to be depleted in so many areas in your life. That's the first building block that you have to you're not absorbing anything if you're you know, deficient in vitamin D. Yeah. Vitamin D is responsible for absorption of calcium. So if you're deficient, which we all are right now, we're all low in D. There's no sun outside. We're inside all day. And even when the sun comes out, we put sunblock on and that blocks UVB rays, which makes vitamin D. Uh-huh. So um, it's a big problem. They're linking it to all cancers now. Really? Yep. Deficiency of vitamin, vitamin D. D. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So it's causing a lot of havoc on people and depression and um, fatigue. Maybe I'm it comes deficient. Out, it comes out like autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels when you feel it, you know? Um, and that's, I, what, I that's that what was happening. Autoimmune disease. Right. Yeah. So it's very important that you're like on top of the levels. Yeah, I take vitamin D every day. Good. I ran out of After. your stuff though okay, when you gave so it to I'll, me a long time I ago. I will bring it back to you. Um, and the whole thing about my vitamin D is that because vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin, you need a fat in order for your body to break it down and be absorbed in the small intestine. So your body has to go through this whole process in order to actually absorb vitamin D. So I paired up with a research lab that actually took a fat, which is sesame oil, and vitamin D, and they spun it in this big machine, and they mycelized it down into tiny little particles. So it's actually very milky. It's emulsified. It's like, you know, you put oil and vinegar together, and you mix it in a blender, and it becomes creamy, Mm -hmm. right? Because all those particles have been broken down. Yeah. Very fine. And so the vitamin D that I have is a drop it's one drop on the tongue. It's very potent. It's 2,000 international units of vitamin D. Oh, so it's not a pill. No, it's not a pill. Ah. It's a liquid. Uh, it's a it's a milky liquid because it's emulsified. Mm-hmm. It's dairy-free, gluten-free. But um, when you swallow it, it absorbs immediately into the bloodstream. So this is given to people with like malnutrition problems, um, and especially people that are obese and overweight. They don't absorb they have absorption issues. So, you know, that's that's what I came up with. And so I wanted to really get the awareness out about vitamin D and how important it is for our, for our you know, for physical our body yeah. and for our mental health. Yeah. You know, and seasonal depression, that's a big one. Seasonal depression. Hormone imbalance, you know, since it's the first kind of building block of the hormonal system. Women need that. Mm-hmm. And you need that to get pregnant. It's a right. big, big problem because it's kind of linked to progesterone, which is what holds a pregnancy. And um, that's how pregnancies thrive. They need progesterone, you know, like good amounts of levels. So that, you know, vitamin D helps all of that together. What's progesterone? Progesterone is what women, we have estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Um and then other, you know, the main hormone is prognenolone. That's the mother hormone that we have. And then we trickle down into all of our hormonal system. You guys have a little trace of estrogen and mostly testosterone as men. Vitamin D actually will help elevate testosterone in men. See, 
as you get older, your testosterone becomes depleted. When yeah. you're low in vitamin D, it does the same thing. Again, it's a hormone. It's a pro hormone. So when you're the hormonal system is also linked to like your thyroid. We're learning pituit- so much. Pituitary gland, your hypothalamus. This is the whole system, the endocrine system. And so people that have low vitamin D tend to have very shaky thyroid issues, right? So basically the thyroid is the conductor of your body, all right? So let's say you're conducting the orchestra all day, all day, all day, right? And you have this assistant, vitamin D, that comes in, right? And the, the, the assistant's hungover, lazy, doesn't want to do nothing. And the conductor's doing all the fucking work. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going, wow, your symphony is so amazing. How amazing. How do you do it? And inside, that conductor's just crippling and exhausted because it's assisted. It's not getting any help. It's fucking, you know, yeah. drug addict over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, um, yeah, that's really kind of how it is. So once that assistant's like up and running and the whole thing starts to work, it's like... Your vitamin D levels should be, they say, it's like from a 30 to 100 when you get your blood work done. Mm-hmm. 30 to 100 nanograms per milliliter is like on the blood scale of where you want to be. But those are old um, stats. You really want your, you know, you really want the vitamin D to be up there with like 50 to 80. Okay. In a perfect world, we can live at 30. In a yeah. perfect world. But since we're stressed and the weather and everything, we're very depleted in vitamin D. Now, you wouldn't leave your house charged 30% your phone, right? No. Like, exactly. So you want to charge your body, yeah. charge yourself up. So that's the whole uh-huh. thing about vitamin D. And so I wanted to get, I, I got inspired and I did this. This is all in that time of yeah, inspiration. This is all, right. this yeah. is all within that within the two, two years. years. You know, who the fuck God. knew I could do all this stuff? I know. You know? Jesus. Really? This is, it's fucking just, it's amazing. Like what it you is. can actually do when you. I can focus on something. Correct. And, God, you're pretty inspirational. Yeah. I gotta say. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Where can you? Where can you get all this stuff? Like, so your artwork, your fucking vitamin D. Right. Promote yourself. Probably, Give us websites. You know, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> get a know, pen and paper. I don't know if we have enough Everyone, time for this. Everyone, shit. get a pen and paper. <laughs> okay. So I painted the label of the vitamin, and it is one of my blue cows, just because I love what it represents, and so. It's called Boo Blue. My father calls me Boo. The cow is blue. And, you know, it was on GoDaddy.com. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. So my website is Boo, B-O-O, mm-hmm. B-L-U-E, cow, C-O-W.com. And you can watch my video on that website. And so... The vitamin D that I have, I also have a Super K2 on that. Uh, Together, they they go together. Vitamin K2 and vitamin D3 are really kind of hand in hand. Because And we're going to put your links and all that stuff on. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. On your uh, Um, profile that we come up with. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, yeah, you can learn all about that on the website. And my art is smeserati.com. Standing for Samantha Maserati.com. Um, very creative. Yeah. And she she spent so much time creating other things she couldn't think of a good name for her website. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm basing on my I like just cause my last name, you know, 
sells yeah. like for me it's you know it sounds like a car it sounds like the car i'm unfortunately from the poor you know the poor <laughs> relation to to maserati i'm maserati one letter off yeah um but my instagram is maserati underscore art so follow me bitches <laughs> how do you spell yeah. maserati spell M- that out e s e r a t i Okay. So yeah. it's just like the car. Instead of M A S, it's M E S. I feel like all most right. people don't know how to spell Maserati. Yeah, they don't either. But, yeah, we're gonna write all this stuff down anyway. Yeah. But yeah, for the people Samantha, who what's, aren't. what's the end goal, real quick? Like, what's with all this stuff? What's your? So um, hopefully the art, you know, is a success. I still work part time in ultrasound. I still have that. Um, but I'd like to. I'd like to be successful because really I'd love to feed children. That's like my end goal service always that I have to do because that's the whole point that we're here for. You know what I mean? I'm, I just can't be self-absorbed and it's just hurts me. Um, I hate people that are hungry. I'm like a grandma. I'm Italian. So I need to feed. I need to constantly feed and I hate that 50% of the homeless population are children and the fact that children are starving and hungry in the United States makes me so sick to my stomach. So that's something that I have at my end goal of, you know, unfortunately I have to put the oxygen mask on me before I can give it to the child. Right. And uh, I have to build that success and then start that project. That's really my main goal and to send a message. Mm hmm. You know, I want yeah. to be a messenger. For well, this we were talking about the other day about doing like a little Patreon for this. If we could get something where we could find like um, some type of charitable charitable thing where yeah. we can set up. And if anybody likes listening to this fucking podcast, they can send us some shit once Absolutely. we have it set up. Sure. Like for like some type of thing. Like I, I miss volunteering. I, you know, went to South Africa, did that whole month. And I, right. I try to, you know, tell people about it as much as possible, but... Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of nonprofit in Haiti, a little uh, island called, um, a, a little area called Bilance in the south of Haiti. They really had nothing. They were kind of trapped there. And we set up water pumps and fresh water. I think that the water projects, there's some water projects going on. If I mean, if you actually look up some of these beautiful, like putting clean water in these villages, and I think that's just the most amazing thing anybody could do. I mean, the fact that these children and people don't have fresh, clean water is yeah. just insane. That's how to it was me. when I was down in South Africa. Exactly. Like a lot of the kids that I dealt with didn't have, they were doing laundry in the surf shop when we, like, after school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. washing some clothes. Yeah. So. But the project, like, um, the NFL guy, Chris Chris Long, mm-hmm. has, a, has a thing called the Water Boys. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of the NFL guys because they clearly have enough money and everything, but they've been put in wells um, in different countries and everything yeah that's cool so important yeah, yeah. it's important it's yeah. a it's a lot of stuff but we all should do more you know? yeah mm-hmm. should do and, more instead of watching fucking thing. garbage tv right like, but here's the thing like, you don't have to do much like you don't have to do much no you know yeah just like 
you know, maybe going to some soup kitchens, you know, feeding feeding the homeless. I do a lot of like feeding the homeless during the holidays, giving blankets, really? giving, yeah. you know, there's so much shit that we all have. Especially in New York. I mean, yeah. there's so many different things. Look at these like, homeless things. people. Like, who the fuck wants to be in a shelter? You're getting like raped. The shelters are terrible. That's yeah. why people are out on the streets. It's safer to be out on the streets. Which is crazy. It That's is insane. crazy. And, and all this money, you know, at least give them some type of shelter that's yeah. like doable you know um but you know it's like just hand hand someone some love you know i mean it's really simple hold the fucking door you notice how people don't even hold a door today yeah then no one says thank you nobody says I, thank I you i hate it ah, my big like, thing is if, if i hold the door i try to hold the door for people you know whatever it's uh-huh. like it's a nice thing to do you say if they thank don't say you. fucking thank you i like fucking turn red and i'm like what the fuck like how are you right. not same thing with driving a car if you like let someone go and you don't really need to in the wave give me give me a fucking head nod thank or a you. wave i fucking lose my so, shit if so, they don't do that so oh my now God think to yourself like poor them you know what i mean don't yeah. don't, don't, don't be let, those people don't let your blood boil over someone that's having fucking issues and that obviously has no manners you know what i mean like i don't allow myself to get angry at those things anymore because what it does is, is it causes me to to be thrown off my rocker all of a sudden now negative 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 thinking right trust me i can like i've been in fights i've I've been to the other side and now I'm I crossed the fence. And when you start to see the importance of life and really what matters, you look back and you're like, Ugh, the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. What was I so worried about? Yeah. It's like Ajita. Ajita. Yeah. It is it's fucking Ajita. I don't need any more Ajita. No, no, no. You know? Nobody does. It's like I'm just <laughs> over it. But yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll end on that one. It's cool. It's great. Samantha's been such an inspiration. Yeah, is going to continue to be inspiring people one with day her at a art, time. with her one day at a time. Vitamins. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, she's doing all this shit in two years, and fucking two more years, she's going to be doing some way bigger shit. I hope. I'll see her we'll more. See. I'm going to start taking some vitamin D. Yay. Yeah. I feel like get I'm on the deficient. I, yeah, I'm going to jump on that D. I'm going to jump on that D real quick. Okay. <laughs> All right. Rag's going to get on that D and we're going to get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Samantha. Peace. Until then, this episode is recorded in a studio basement live in front of a deaf cat. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.